Hi, it's been a while. It's sure over has. the river and down the pike. Your one-stop shop for Devils, Rangers, Flyers news. And uh, it has indeed been a while, guys. I haven't seen you in an entire year since the last time we did a podcast. I know. I'm glad we could finally work it into my schedule. I'm very busy. Yeah. Yep. I mean, Josh, you're actually a scout for the Rangers now. <laughs> so better show us up on this one. I mean, Colin scouts in Finland now. I mean, yeah, Colin's an international scout. Times are changing. International. the big books. <laughs> so it's draft time. We're all back, and we decided today we're going to do a little mock draft. Uh, mm-hmm. Go through all the first 31 picks. Hopefully it doesn't take too long. Yep, we are cowards, only going for one round. Yep, and true. But also saying 31 picks out loud makes me realize this might take a very long time. I mean... We'll start the... After we... We'll start to speed it up. Yeah. We'll we just skip one through five. All right, you know what? We'll just leave it at that. Well, one through <laughs> two we can skip, but that's about it. That's true. Yeah. Some controversy there. So, how we're going to do it, we're going to decide the picks pretty much based on how we feel each team is going to pick, not based off our own personal rankings. So, we're we're trying to guess what's going to happen. I guess that leads into our first little point we're going to talk about. Try to see if we can figure out any trades for draft night. Mm -hmm. And I think the person person whose team has the most potential to trade on draft night should go first. Josh, what are your potential ideas for the Rangers? They have well, three first because they tank and are a bad hockey team now. So, with the new head coach, you know, out of BU, I'm pretty sure Quinn. I'm pretty sure uh, they might be looking at Kachuk pretty hard. And I'm pretty sure that factors into their decision making a lot. And they tend to like U.S. national development team guys like Kreider and J.T. Miller. So I could see something like that happening. And in the NCAA guys as well. Like there's a ton of, like we were talking about earlier, beanpot guys. I feel like that'd be a good way to. Unless he goes somewhere crazy, like four or five, I could see the Rangers possibly trying to package one of their two late picks. Oh, yeah, I guess uh, we could see how the draft that. goes. Maybe throw it in there, hold we're going. Mm. If we see someone falling, we may have a team move up to get them. Yeah, yeah, I can see it happening. Uh, besides that, uh, I don't really have any crazy ideas. Uh, my one thing I throw out, Devils dropping, getting pick 30 and 33 from the Red Wings giving up 17 personally personally one thing i've I've thrown out for the devils oh i think i i kind of like it they uh devils could still use a bit of variety in their prospect pool they're not totally set on any one thing but you know what i'm gonna wait there i want to see i want to see who's there at 17 (laughs) that's obviously what you do we should also point out uh we're all picking for our teams too so when those spots come up we'll we'll take the reins Mm -hmm. yep and let God, you know, stop giving us the random number generator on who's picking. Oh, is this like uh, determinism versus free will? We'll see if that's yeah. if that matters. It's you, well, it's whoever God wants to pick, you know. <laughs> it's all it's all in His plan. It's all predetermined. It, it's all a roll of the die. Yep. Really, it really is. We're just it's His world. We're just living in it. <laughs> yeah, so let's just go. Let's see who's gonna pick for the Buffalo Sabers. Oh, the randomizer is ready. Yep. Hit it, son. Let's see who it is honored honored i'm honored to be the, the gm <laughs> of the buffalo sabers uh go off the board go off the board never take a defenseman first i'll take the mic over here I'll take the mic. first off i would like to th- i'd like to congratulate the washington capitals on their stanley cup victory uh i'd also like to thank the city of dallas for their hospitality i mean what a great city 
but I mean, I mean, who can beat the weather, right? And then the crowd's gonna, they're gonna laugh at my joke. Be, okay, okay, we'll settle down now. Uh, with the first overall pick, uh, the Buffalo Sabres will select out of Fralunda of the SHL, Rasmus Dahlin. Wow, bold. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you guys were prepared for me to go so far off the board with that one, but. <laughs> I, that was the hottest of takes. I mean, Buffalo. I mean, I'm just going to say, I think he plays in the NHL next year. <laughs> yep, I, I agree. Oh, he's definitely NHL ready. For sure. Right, let's go on to pick number two because. Yeah, let's not waste time on these ones. Here. Really, truly. Off the board. Oh. The Hurricanes are on the clock with pick number two. I mean, it would be an easy choice for me as a Carolina fan. I would want Svechnikov. Yep. I mean, there's no other way. They're, they're, they have Aho. They, they could use somebody else on that wing. They also need a center, which is kind of concerning, but you have second overall pick. Take the best shooter in the draft. Yeah. You better take Sveshnikov. Yep, no disagreements here. Nope. Sveshnikov's the best shooter. They've already had him at some like season ticket holder event thing. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they also came out and said, uh, we're taking Sveshnikov. So. Uh, appreciate did. that. Yeah. yeah this is... I'm pretty sure there'd be riots if they went up, They picked anybody else. Yeah, I mean, Sabine is not that bad, but whatever. They, they should take Svech, and they will. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to number three. This is this is a this is a strange one though. The speculation starts. Oh, here. perfect. Samuel. Uh, bonjour. Uh, je m'appelle uh, Samuel Britt. Uh, Jesus Christ. La general manager de uh, Montreal Canadiens. Um, merci, uh, la city de Dallas. Uh. <laughs> 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 uh we select out of the, uh, the, uh, I don't know what the league is he plays in. Uh, oh, we'll figure out. Uh, <laughs> uh yes, Pierre, Esperi, Kachko, Niemi. Yeah, he plays in the Liga. Yeah, La, La Liga. Uh, Jesperi, Kachko, Niemi, the highest ranked, uh, natural center of the draft. I think if the Canadians, if they don't move the pick, they don't move the pick, obviously, I think yeah. they take him and reach... Take a center. Well, they, they, they need a center. Right? Is it the right decision? <laughs> Probably not, because he's nowhere close to as good as Philip Dedina. But is anyone that. surprised that Canadians didn't make the best decision? No. I mean, their track yeah. record is flawless. I don't see why. Yeah, where they I mean, can go wrong. Their last third pick. I mean, he netted them a star winger. I mean, Cal Chandler for Domi. <laughs> like, who's, who's in the Canadians lost that trade? Mm, no one. So I mean, that's it's who a, I'd take, and. That's who you would take? I mean, if I was a Canadian's yeah. general manager. I would definitely trade the pick. I think, yeah. they're, I think they're going to trade the pick. They'll be very comfortable picking a center at, like, six or anywhere later. Well, I mean, that. who's going to trade up three? Like, who has the stuff necessary to get up That's to three? That's a good point. That's a good point. Gonna, shop they're going to trade the pick, but it's going to be a bad trade. <laughs> That's all we That's all we know. I think sure. they're not going to find anyone. To well, trade with and just take their guy at three. I mean, if yeah. there's going to be a trade by the Montreal Canadiens, surely their side will lose out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, to number four, Ottawa. Been in the news lately. I don't know if you've been paying attention. Things aren't so hot. Aren't so hot up north. So let's see if they. Let's see if. Uh, what? We'll see who's the GM. That's me. 
Well, we'll see, if, we'll see if you can fix it, Josh. If you can fix the auto situation with this pick. Well, I mean, I guess now that Zadina is still available, I would take him here because best player available. But yeah, Ottawa, what a mess right now. Like, they're easily going to be struggling for offense. Well, and well, well, it's not talking about the pick because like, Zadina's the obvious pick, best player available. Yeah. Arguably, you could argue he's the best here in the draft, depending on your feelings. Is Veshnikov? I think he's the best power play player in the draft. I mean, he's not the best mm -hmm. shot. He's like, he's got really good puck skills. Mm -hmm. But Creative. I guess what you can't talk about is the situation the Senators are in. Do you keep <laughs> Do you keep this pick and give the Avalanche the pick next year, a year you're playing without Mike Hoffman and potentially Eric Carlson, or do you trade them this pick and then? tank next year and try to get jack hughes first overall i feel, I feel like if you're getting zadina f4 you hold on to this but if you're not I, i'm not sure i'm so sold on any of the other guys as much to be like a stud for your team that you can really build around going forward and you don't want to like the worst case scenario is that they're just atrocious and then win the lottery and then they lose out in the number one or two overall next year but we're asked to go, I guess, I don't know. We'd have to go right if they're trying to tank, or I guess go wrong if they're trying to win next yeah. year to win the lottery. And when you look at the other teams who are tanking, you have the Canadians who are in a pretty bad spot. But I think the Canadians, talent-wise, are better than the Senators. Really? Yeah, I do. I mean, they have Price, and they have Drew in. Yeah. Name, if they get rid of Carlson, name like, I mean, it's Duchesne and... Dion Phaneuf. Mark Stone's pretty darn good. Yeah, he's like a defensive like yeah. winger. Like, how much is he gonna add yeah, to but he like, a tanking team? Steals, so steals that's points. important. Yeah, he's also slow, so I don't like Mark Stone. Uh, I agree, but yeah. I think they're I mean, worse than them. Uh, I mean, the Rangers are tanking, but they have their young guys up, so you never really know. They also have it's like I, I, they have some middle I'll like attack this. talent. There's no team I would rather not be than the Canadians. Like the Canadians are just in a terrible position right now. I think yeah. centers are in a worse position right now. I think centers have better prospects. And they have the cap room as well. And they have Eric Carlson that they can actually trade. Yeah, seriously. Carry Price, you can't. Good points. And Those are good points. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Carey Price basically has no trade value because of his contract. Yeah, yeah. that's true. You can't send him They're anywhere. stuck for longer, I guess. Bottle was going to bottom out. They might next be able to year. trade him and retain some of that, but still, yeah, it's not. Retain a lot of it. Well, at least I don't have Jonathan Dolan. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, mean, they, I mean, Logan Brown was like. I mean, I don't know. He was, he was, he was, some, he was supposed to be something. <laughs> Colin White missed the whole season, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alex Formenton made the team out of camp. Went back to London. What does that say? He's fast. He's fast. Yep. Got wheels. Well, played in London. You know, also played in London. Patrick Kane. <laughs> so, you know, I think they're going to be okay. Zach Ronaldo. I think the Senators make the playoffs next year. No, oh, yeah. They just I call mean, up for Matt and like. They had one more piece of deadline. They're a contender. Yeah, they they had, just need a goalie. Yeah, they just need the hamburger back. <laughs> um, I mean, they've heard of Lazar. No, they don't. No, they don't. He plays yeah. in Calgary. Yeah, they trade him to the Flames. Why are they trading all their good players? <laughs> Curse is not good, though. I know, he's not. He's a locker room guy, though. What? In a locker room he's... that desperately needed it, apparently. Yeah, the Ottawa Senators. He was the guy that held it together. <laughs> they get rid of the two most likable guys. Well, I guess Carlson's likable, but... Yeah. I mean... 
he was he was not in a great situation to be a likable guy. I, I don't think he's gonna be liking his teammates too much anymore. <laughs> I mean, uh, it was just Hoffman. I know. I mean, he'll be friends with McDavid. <laughs> Do you think that's where he ends up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I heard like that. that. Do you hear the Toronto Maple Leafs made this promotional video to get John Tavares? Oh, I did. It's I think that's so why funny. I saw something else where they like they shouldn't need this to get Tavares to want to come because they already have Marner and Nylander. Well, apparently they only want to offer him like a one year deal. Yeah. And um, Tavares is gonna be like. And Tavares. Uh, fuck you. And he's gonna leave. <laughs> <laughs> but like I, that team could probably do damage with Tavares. Well, yeah, I think. They, but they could potentially not. I mean, oh man! I want they, cooks in the kitchen. I mean, I also think they run to Boston in the playoffs, and Boston's completely healthy. Boston just has their number; they can knock them out. Yeah, they doesn't do anything for their decor as well. I mean, Dolan, like, they're already like, stacked I mean, up front. Dolan's in your division. <laughs> Casey Middlestat, look out! Oh, look out! <laughs> a full season of healthy Jack Eichel. Mm. I mean, yeah, that's he's going to be one of the better. I'm looking for an MVP type year from Jack Eichel this year if he wants to earn that. I think Sabres making the playoffs. As a legitimate, not not the way I said about the Senators, a legitimate prediction. Wow. I mean, that's bold, dude. I don't know. They're the eight seed. <laughs> hey, the past... They still need, like, three lines of forwards, The past two years, though. whoever's on the first overall picks made the playoffs the next year. We've had some exceptional first Wait, overall picks recently. The last what years? Two years. The Devils didn't make the playoffs. Devils made the playoffs. Yeah, they the played, playoffs. They played oh, the Lightning. Okay, they yeah, they got smoked. Right. <laughs> Yeah, the games, Lightning. <laughs> I mean, they made it. I mean, that's all I'm saying. I'm not going to say Sabres are going to win the Cup. I said they're going to make the playoffs. The, the Maple Leafs did, and the Devils did. Now Sabres will. I mean, Damn. yeah, it's possible, but I still think they're really going to struggle for, like, depth scoring. Yeah. And that's what they got Nylander for. Defense. He's so a bad, Nylander. dude. He's so bad. Yeah, Josh, I keep, keep saying that. this about my boy, a Nylander, but <laughs> you'll see. <laughs> when he's putting up six against the Rangers, I don't know year. why you think he's. I, I really am not. Have still you seen him. his junior highlights? Yeah, I have. Yep, exactly. And he's playing and against. Still those, don't like. He's playing against those little boys. I mean, sure. We're yeah. supposed to trust your opinion, hockey players. <laughs> All right, let's. Yes, where were we? We're four in. Yes, now. We okay. Yeah, we just did four. Okay, let's see. Who's get to pick fifth? I think Arizona's down in the desert. Also, somebody who would trade their pick. Oh. John Chaka, you're on the clock. Yeah, I think. I mean, this is just what we talked about trades earlier. I think this is definitely a team that doesn't really know what they want right now. So if they get offered something crazy at the deadline, I mean, at the. On draft day. On draft day, yeah. They did it last year, though. Exactly. That's why I think they're open to it. Mm, I feel like we're going to make their pick here. I mean, what are they. I would pick. They probably need you... everything. So why don't you just get a really good defense? I'm big on Boquist, yeah. And they just signed um, Eric Carlson. I mean, uh, Ekman Larson again. So yeah, I, I feel, feel like, like they're going to get a D here. If so they take. Picking... I'm taking Boquist. Boquist? Okay. Yeah. Respect it. I do too. Boquist with Ekman Larson in a couple. It, that would pair next year if they wanted to. Yeah, and they can left... play together at the Olympics. The lefty yeah. righty combo there. Yeah. That's and he's be... already playing pro. That means he's not that far out. Bring over to AHL next year. Exactly. Maybe bring him up halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. See what happens. Maybe so. Got to put in a little bit of muscle, for sure. Yeah. But I like the fit in Phoenix. Yeah. I, that I, I don't see that pick moving like at all. Actually. Really? I really don't. Yeah, I feel like at five you're gonna get someone good. Yeah, they're That's a true. rebuilding team. You could definitely use a defenseman. And there will be someone there. And there will be a good defenseman there. Okay. Onward to Detroit at number six. 
finally, Colin, you get the pick for Detroit, number six. All right. Well, I have Detroit doing a similar thing. I think they're in a similar position. A team who's uh, they're kind of, they've kind of hit rock bottom in a way, at least for Detroit. And I have them getting another one of these top defensemen out of the draft. I'm going with Quinn Hughes, the local boy. Yep. Yeah. Michigan native. Wolverine alumni. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have Hughes and Bachlis personally neck and neck. So I feel like these guys going five and six either order would make a lot of sense for these teams. So yeah, they're getting Quinn. Also, the Red Wings have zero defensive prospects. Yeah. And zero actual defensemen. So. Except for Mike Green. Hmm. Well, they, they didn't trade him yet? No. Nah. they have Sorry, uh, Arby? Yeah, I'm not pinning the farm on Sorry, Arby. <laughs> He's just a good offensive guy, I think. But yeah. Davis Xavier out what for a little while? Mm-hmm. He was good in NHL, like, 13. He'd always pan out. Oh, yeah. NHL 13. <laughs> wow. What yeah. a game. Classic. <laughs> Absolute classic. Number seven, Vancouver. Jim Bennings organization and colin is getting lucky he's in the good spots to pick Ooh, again all right i think well i i maybe this is going to be a bit of a theme but i think defensemen are good and important to get especially at the top of this draft so i have the number four defenseman on my rankings personally and i think he's going to be pretty highly touted by a team like vancouver because he is large it's uh, Noah Dobson. He's going to oh, be from the their, their boy from the queue. Yeah, he's he's a rock back there. They already got Horvat and uh, Pedersen and Besser up front. They can use a solid, rock-solid D-man. Like yeah. Dobson. Never doubt my mind they don't take a defenseman. Yeah. They need it. Uh, I have him taking a defenseman, too. Just not that. I had him hanging up again, Bockwist, but, you know. He's gone. Uh, let's see. It's a great pick. Number eight, Chicago Blackhawks. Jumping back. Oh, Stan Bowman, you're on the clock. Wow, that's a, that's three in a row. Okay, well, the Hawks. I have them going. With, who's who's the best player available right now? I hate to say it, but it's Brady Kachuk. <laughs> is it though? I think it is. And even though I don't like him as a player, I don't like the Kachuk clan generally <laughs> this is a good fit because I don't like the Blackhawks so it's going to be easy to root against them here and uh, yeah again the Blackhawks they're in a weird spot they just need good quality prospects they should just be going with the best player they can get their hands on and that's probably Brady Kachuk I mean Kachuk's probably going to jump right in to NHL next year I would think he could he's probably. big enough has the skill yeah. Matthew did the same thing he, he excelled mm-hmm. so and Brady I think is better than Matthew so, hot take. I mean, we'll see. Oh, and now Josh is up. So I guess we don't have to spin the reel for this one because we're on the Rangers first of their three first-round picks. Ninth overall, I know who Josh is going to pick. You do. Yeah, I have a good bet, too. I'm already writing him in. Josh's is, favorite player. It is my favorite player from this draft. It is Oliver Wallstrom. He's, I, my, he's been my the person I wanted at nine since um, I saw him play at the the junior championship this past year. And I just think his shot is elite, and the Rangers have no natural shooters on the team. Everybody on the team is pass first, except for, like, maybe, I don't know, the scrubs. Like, Jesper Foss likes to shoot. A couple of others 
most people like to look for pass. Like all these guys, all the guys at the top, are the top six are all passers. I mean, Kreider's not really, but you know, I just feel like that's kind the, of a that's the piece that, that we really need. <laughs> hey, he's fast. Kreider's kind of that bum guy. Yeah, personally, I don't want to touch the puck. So Kreider is an elite shooter. goal scorer in this league. I don't know why you guys don't think so. He had like six goals last season, and then he almost died. So I'm not gonna put a lot on him. <laughs> I mean, personally, I would probably would have taken Wallstrom for the Blackhawks because I like him more. Is it Chuck? Mm. I, just I think Wallstrom's very close behind Zadina in terms of quality of their playing. Wallstrom's ceiling is certainly higher than Kachuk's, but Kachuk is a safer pick. I, I don't think. know if I'd say that even. But Why? I mean, offensive skill set, puck on his stick. I feel like they can both put up similar points in this league. They're just so different, and I don't... I don't want the grinding type, aggravating, dirty player. I just want the elite sniper who's going to shoot it from the circle. Alrighty then. Yeah, I mean, I think Walsh was better. Yeah. He's more cre- he's more creative offensively. Mm-hmm. Definitely. In my opinion, he has the best shot in the draft. Better than Smashnikov. Better than Smashnikov. Yep. yep. Hot take. I mean, he'll tell you that. He's so he says. I mean, yeah. No, I'd say it. Like. Watching their two shots, I think Walsham is better. Like every time Walsham shoots, no matter where he is, there's a pretty good chance it's a quality shot. Svetch is heavier though, you know. It's just, <sighs> I mean, Walsham's shot isn't soft. No, I mean, but if yeah, they're close. I mean, I love them both. Yeah, yeah they're 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 the two best snipers in this draft, and I'd be happy to take Wallstrom at nine. Okay, number ten. And I would like to mention that I think the top nine is like a definitive tier. I think there's a steep, not a steep drop off, but a significant drop off in talent after this. Well, yeah, you had to pick the best of the rest, then I guess, because you're exactly you're picking for Edmonton, number ten. Edmonton's so, yeah. Hey, they're back where they belong. They're used to this. (laughs) They are. They're comfortable here in the lottery. One thing I mentioned is I would not be shocked if Edmonton traded this pick to get rid of the Lucic contract. Yeah, or just to get some help. Anywhere uh, right now for McDavid, <laughs> the, they, I think they still think they're in win now mode, and I mean honestly, they probably could be. They, they should Connor be. They right, yeah, every year that you have Connor McDavid, <laughs> you should be trying to win the cup. Le- at this I mean, point. they've got McDavid and Leon Draisaitl. Yeah, like they should be better, and I, they know they should be better. But they don't know how <laughs> to do this though, so they're generally incompetent, and uh, I think they're gonna. Go here at 10 and uh, pick Evan Bouchard out of the Ontario League. I think they're going to be attracted by his size, his right-handed, the way he holds his stick with (laughs) the right-handed system. And, yeah, put up a lot of points. They'll like that, too. He's one of these guys who's climbed a lot in the past year, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I mean, he was, like, mid-20s, I think, before yeah. the year started. Now he's yeah. in the conversation for top 10. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a huge fan. I'm personally not a huge fan, but I think I think they'll like him in Edmonton. He seems, I don't think his ceiling's too high. And from what I watch, doesn't wow me. Like, other defensemen like Dobson make some plays. Mm. Yeah. All the smaller guys make plays, and Bouchard kind of wants to be a playmaking defenseman a little bit. I don't think he has the confidence or sometimes the ability to make these plays. But yeah. his stats look good. But he's, that's he that's, plays on a very that's good why team. he's had to rise is because he's put up numbers, but yeah. I still remain unconvinced like you but guys. The numbers are very inflated by like power 
purposes and stuff. So, sure, I'm sure. You know, to the island we go then. All right. Or well, not the island, to, to the borough, <laughs> to Brooklyn we go. Brooklyn. Don't want to jump. Don't want to jump the gun. It is still on the island. Okay. It's... Down on the island. Let's see who gets to play Lou. This is just not random enough. It's Colin again. Yep. Really? <laughs> wow, this, this is, is heavily influenced guys. by Colin's rankings. <laughs> All right. So, uh, for the Islanders, pick one. This um, is so interesting. Back yeah, to back. They do have the back to back, which is fun. I think they're going to pick both players. Mm-hmm. I do too. And they need some quantity in their system quantity, of quality players. And it's, they're getting quantity and quality with this draft at 11 and 12. And I think they're going to get a defenseman here with uh, Mr. Ty Smith. Another, Interesting. Another D guy I'm really high on. I think he's very skilled and can handle his, his, uh, his own end as well. I think he's the best defenseman available. I think he's the best player available. And I think they'll enjoy this guy. Yeah, I tend to agree. I like Ty Smith a lot. Good puck mover in the WHL. And he can skate both ways forwards and backwards very well on a high level and i don't know you just look at these guys that where you got them handling the puck more and more especially with how you want defensemen to play less of the less of the uh knock them off the puck and take it away from more of the puck retrieval being the forwards back to the blue back to the red line hmm. and turn around making the outlet pass as quick as they can and i think ty smith someone who's going to excel at that at the next level yeah, I mean, I've only seen him a couple of highlight reels from him, so I haven't really studied him much. He's kind of in that in that dark area where the ranger is just not in that window. Yeah. He's, he's outside of the elite guys and kind of ahead of the late round guys as well. So, mm-hmm. But the Islanders definitely could use some help on D, especially I think Calvin DeHaan's a UFA this year. I think he's gone because he got hurt last season. Yeah, me too. And, I mean, he's been kind of hurt uh, every year, so... I mean, yeah. he's got a good upside, though. I like DeHaan. I wouldn't mind him in New Jersey, taking like a little chance on him. That's because New Jersey has a no left-handed defenseman, so he could step in and like, if he's healthy, be better no, than yeah, I mean, every option. The his skill sets there. He was a high draft pick as well. Oh yeah. Pick twelve. Here we go. Oh, it's not Colin. This is rigged. Okay. <laughs> so Ty Smith, I should probably should have been keeping track of who's on the board. Oh crap! I didn't do that either. I'll see. Well, I this is tough. This is a tough one. Actually, it's not really that tough. Uh, if I had to pick, I would pick Joel Farabee. Uh, I would classify him more as a, just a forward because he can play all three positions on offense. Mm-hmm. Very versatile. He's not elite in any one specific thing like Wallstrom is with shooting or Tchuk is with size. But he does everything very well. He can handle the puck, pass, shoot. Uh, he played with Wallstrom, helped him up his game. They kind of were mutually beneficial there. Uh, he's a hard worker, not afraid to go to dirty areas. Uh, All-around great player, and I think if he's there for the Islanders, they're going to have to take him if he does not go earlier because I think he's a great fit with the Rangers, and the Rangers head coach recruited him. So I, I think he's going to go. Farabee for a while, but he doesn't really fit into the cards for the Rangers draft, as for me. Hmm. Interesting. Makes sense for the Islanders, though. I mean, he's the best player available at that stage for me. Yeah, yep. same. He is the BPA in my world as well. So, and... that's an easy pick. We all agree on that one. Yeah. All working together. 
to number 13, Dallas. And we're back to Colin. All right. Um, yeah, Dallas, I feel like they might want a forward, but... They're not taking the Russians. It's not a necessity. I think they're going to be scared of the Russians after the way the nuke went. I mean, they got Kiryanov in they the HL system. But in... Nick Shushkin's been a bit of a, a bit of a trip. That'd be yeah. a tough one. I don't think they're going to be tempted by fate. I'm going to go with a pretty safe pick here with uh, Barrett Hayton out of the Sioux. Yeah. Um, he's a guy who's also been rising of late for whatever reason. But he's, he's He kind of played in a depth role on a really good team and uh, put up some decent numbers. I don't know if he's going to be like this year's Morgan Frost where he's going to put up a lot more points next year or if he's just going to be a more marginal depth center. Well, throughout his whole career. He is a natural center, which is something yeah. that's kind of rare for this draft. I don't know if Dallas, that's Dallas's top priority, but yeah, it's a, I think it's a safe pick as well. I mean, I like Hayton a lot, besides one glaring thing that I'll get to, but like his hands, very good hands, which mm-hmm. helps him like create shots, and he has a very good shot. He can put the puck in the net. He has good vision. Uh, he is very creative with the puck. Uh, his passes... Puts him right on the tape pretty much every time. He's good around the net with tips. Goes strong. He's hard to knock out of knock off his position. But he skates like his shoes are made out of steel. His <laughs> feet don't come off the ice. Like you watch him like go full speed and he just doesn't lift his legs. So he's slow. He's like I mean, Bill Horvat's a comparison of what he could turn into as like his ceiling, which I mean Bill Horvat's number one center in the NHL. And I guess that's what you'd want Hayton to be. But I feel like if he just worked on his stride mechanics, he could be an absolute beast if he could start outskating defenders with all the rest of his skill set coming together. Uh, but even as he is just now, I like him a lot. I wouldn't no, I wouldn't like him at 13. He's like a little bit too safe at that point where you're not getting a ton of upside. Like Bo Horvat's like a number one center. But I wouldn't say he's a game-changing number one center. But get an international tournament for Canada. I mean, he was playing with, like, McDavid and, like, Matt Barzal. So. He was playing with neither of those guys. <laughs> what was he doing? He was, I mean, I didn't really watch any of the like World the Championships. Center, yeah. Uh, whatever. I don't pay attention to the loser tournament. <laughs> but, uh... I mean, that's what I gotta say about Hayton, to be completely honest. That's pretty much about it. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Oh, doesn't matter. Philadelphia's up at 14. Ding, ding, ding. Here it is. All right. The first of two first-round picks. This one coming courtesy of the St. Louis Blues in exchange for Braden Shen last year at the draft. And uh, yeah, basically Hextall said that he uh, isn't targeting one position. He would like some forward and some D at this draft. Um, but yeah, just... Uh, the Flyers have come out and said that they want to add more kind of two-way kind of guys. And the guy I'm picking here isn't maybe necessarily a two-way guy, but it's Vitaly Kravtsov out of Chelyabinsk in the KHL. Um, I really like the production he showed in the KHL playoffs. And, yeah, he's got just as a natural talent. He is just crazy skilled, great puck skills, great shot. Um, yeah, he's going to be dangerous if he can continue his success from what he showed in the playoffs last year. He could be a dominant force, and I think he's far and away the best player available at 14 right now. 
I mean, the Flyers also have a chat away from the Russians, especially guys who, like, they kind of know might come over with Kravstov not being in a great organization, the KHL coming over, and then you have yeah. a guy like German Rupstov who was already over, who they recently drafted. And Provorov. Oh, and, yeah, Provorov, I mean, yeah, he'd been over for a true. while. But... <laughs> yeah, he was more of a sure thing to come over. But and... Nice safe haven for the Russians. Exactly, they can befriend each other. Do you think uh, Wayne Simmons gets traded at this uh, draft? Um, personally, I would like to see it happen. And not that I want to see Wayne go, just because I like him as a player, but I feel like his trade value is worth it's way more right now. It's really peak right now, and I think it would have been peaked a year ago. Yeah, it would have been better maybe. coming off thirty goals, but I mean, yeah, he's still really good. He yeah. did come. He he play hurt the whole year too. Yeah, which doesn't help, but. And I think it's going to be really difficult for the Flyers to re-sign him next year just because they got a lot of guys coming up the next two years. That's true. And I'm not sure how much they're going to want to pay a then 30-year-old Wayne Simmons for <laughs> a five-year contract. And, yeah, I think you can definitely get some good value for him right now. So, yeah, I have no idea what they plan to do. I, I mean, I definitely feel like the Flyers will make a trade in the first round of this draft just because Hextall always seems to kind of jockey for position somehow to get a guy that he wants. You gotta get your guy. That, yep. if, if nothing <laughs> else. <laughs> Whether it's German Rupstov or Morgan Frost or Travis Konechny, he's he's gotten his guys three years in a row, basically. So Track record's not bad. It's not. It's, it usually goes pretty well. But I have no idea what he's thinking. Like, I mean, for example, the Frost pick last year just was kind of out of left field for me. And, and I was kind of confused at the time, but a year later, it's looking pretty good. <laughs> it is. So, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Ron and and company take care of this. But yeah, I would take Kraft off at 14 if he's available. Upwards and onwards to 15, down to the swamp in Florida. And I'm on the clock. Panthers. I have a little decision to make here. There's two guys I'm considering. Thinking right now between Bodie Wild and Joe Valeno. I would think Wild would be a little bit better of a fit. Uh, I would say they're in need of a defenseman. Uh, looking at their prospect pool, nobody really jumps out to me, to be completely honest. I can think of Panthers prospects. Henrik Borgstrom. Yeah, I mean, Borgstrom is like a really good winger coming out of college he'll be a beast he can play center too i think I'm not sure exactly yeah i don't know no idea about that didn't watch a lot of denver but yeah. from what i've seen he's gonna be an absolute beast in the nhl he was a beast in the one denver game i saw so yep um so hmm, bodie wilds right now a lot a lot a lot of red flags coming out about Bodie Wild recently with him uh decommitting from Michigan to go play in the OHL and his draft interviews not going great with people starting to question his work ethic um but just based on his on ice ability he's extremely talented he's one of the better skating defensemen uh and for American defensemen, he was, like, somewhat good defensively, which you can't say about, like, anyone besides Matthias Samuelson and him, him on this year's U18 team. Uh, handling the puck, I mean, he's very good at that. He's very good at reading the play. He runs a power play for the U.S. U18 team. He uh, has a very good shot. 
I think it's probably what stands out most about his offensive game. So I'm just going to go with Bowie Wild for the Panthers so I can talk about him a little bit more. Uh, you love the skating. You love the shot. You love his passing. You love his the physicality he brings on defense. But I don't like all the stuff that's coming out about him now, especially another glaring thing that happened was he wasn't invited to the Summer Showcase for the U.S. World Juniors. That was an odd decision. To, mm. Considering he was, production-wise, the best defenseman on the U18 team, and now US hockey, USA Hockey doesn't want to bring him in for World Juniors next year, which they usually don't take that many young defensemen anyway. So hmm. we'll see what happens. There's there's not a lot of spots, so it wouldn't even be a lock to make the team, but you would have thought he would have gotten a look at camp considering his skill set. But So for the Panthers, I'll take Bodie Wild to take a shot on him. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. A lot of good defensemen in this draft, and I think Bodie Wild is... Also, another one of those, you know, fringe elite guys potentially, just for on his wheels alone. I love him. He's also named Bodie. Bodie Wild is a pretty it's a good guy. hockey name. Yeah, really you can buy into someone named Bodie. Sounds like he should go learn a cowboy. And now we move on to the Mile High City, Colorado. You're on Me? the clock, Josh. Let's see for the so Avs. For the Avs. I think, I don't know, I think Valeno might be a good fit there. Joseph Valeno out of, uh, what is he from? He's, He's from the queue, I know that. But he got traded mid-year. Right? Yeah. Where did he end up? Was he with Niagara? Yeah. No, it's the Avs. Uh, St. John's. Isn't it Drummondville? I mean, he was with St. John's to start, but did he get traded or no? He did get traded. Whatever, he's from the queue of JHL. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Frenchman. you know him as the, uh, captain of most of the U18 stuff. Honestly, I think he's just a good fit all around, especially, I mean, I think he's one of those guys who's not going to be able to slot in next year for the NHL. But yeah. I do think he's the best player available, too. Me too. Yeah, I don't, but he's up there. I, I mean, mean, he's good. Good size, there, good skies, good skater. 16, yeah. No, yeah, he's a definitely a very skilled, all-around talented center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just doesn't stand out, and that's hurt him a lot in this draft year with a lot of guys being, like, very boom or very exciting players. Like, a steady, like, center you can count on will drop <laughs> when there's all these other personalities and guys that are getting all the media attention. But Philando's pretty safe as far as centers go, and mm-hmm. I would trust to see him in the NHL at some point. Yeah. Yeah. So that we're back in Newark now. It's time for me to make the pick for the Devils. And there's there's players I want. But I'm gonna think right now who I think the Devils are gonna get. I think all signs are pointing to Keandre Miller. Whenever we talk about this, I like to bring up my uh, my little Twitter conspiracy when the Devils were at the combine and they were taking pictures of the interview room. The only picture with a player in it was Keandre Miller, and they tagged him in it. So they seemingly had a very good interview and liked him. Uh, he's a defenseman, so that also fits a need the Devils wanted. Uh, you could argue he's the best player available here based on pretty much upside alone because Conrad Miller's a defenseman who was a forward two years ago, and he's definitely still transitioning given the fact that he struggles to skate backwards with forwards. Uh, he struggles with coverages a lot, but he's 6'4". Uh, he's huge. He's very physical. He can knock pretty much anyone off the puck. He wins a lot of battles along the boards. And once he gets the puck, he's one of the best defensemen in the class at transitioning up the ice 
and getting it out of the defensive zone into the offensive zone. And that is a skill that I talked about earlier with Ty Smith that's becoming such a priority for NHL teams nowadays. And to have someone be so successful at it at this age, considering that how unpolished he is as a defenseman, makes him a very intriguing guy for the Devils. If they, How I'm seeing it, though, is Country Miller's going to have to learn how to play defense at a high level. And another person you're going to have to teach how to play defense is the person I want the Devils to take is Ryan Merkley. <laughs> who I guess we might get to eventually, so I won't I won't spoil whole, that whole discussion. Oh, but Keandre Miller is I think who I think he's the pick, uh, based on all of his offensive potential and the way he just handles the puck and has puck skills as a defenseman. Hopefully he can iron out the whole defensive aspect of the game, especially being a defenseman. But that's an important part of it. You hope it works out. Uh I'll be happy enough with the pick if that's what happens and that's what I think's gonna happen so you said he was like the only guy that the Devils wanted to talk to he's the only guy well the Twitter <laughs> the Twitter thing was that they did interview a lot of people I assume but there Keandre Miller was the only one who like took a picture and then allowed for it to be posted on the Devils Twitter page okay which I think is a small tell you gotta go out for the small tells just to bring up I don't know if anyone we have any overlap with the NBA fans, but the Phoenix Suns kind of had the same thing happen on Twitter where they had a picture of the two guys they might take number one overall. They were having like a draft party, and the two pictures was Mo Bamba and DeAndre Ayton. So people read into that saying those are the two guys they're deciding between. So it's like reading stuff like that, which I would say I do. I think that makes Grandra Miller the pick, and the fact he, this is where he's projected to go, and he can skate. And that's pretty much a devil's mo for every player, every skater. Hmm. So, so he's basically just gonna be like, um, who's the the player that the Rangers played trade, traded to the Devils? John Moore. He's John Moore. basically a John Moore. <laughs> I mean, he's a lot bigger, and I think overall he's better with the puck. I mean, defensively right now he's probably the same level as John Moore because they're both like absolutely <laughs> brain dead in their own end. But Keandre Miller can move the puck and I think he has a better offensive repertoire or will have better offensive repertoire than John Moore. I think at worst you're getting a John Moore type mm-hmm. player with Keandre Miller. I think uh I wrote something about Keandre Miller. I said his floor was a seventh defenseman, which is what John Moore was. But he could be a top pairing lockdown all situations guy if everything goes perfect. Quite the spread. Could be a well, seventh man. Could be that a top is that is the guy. boomer bust of Keandre Miller. So <laughs> that's how I'm gonna pick uh We'll move on to Ohio, Columbus. Let's see who's Yarmo. You're up. You're up, Colin. Again for the Blue Jackets. Okay. Well, I think Blue Jackets are. I have a feeling that they'll be targeting a forward here, just based on a lot of the guys who are available. And I think uh, they're gonna go with the countrymen. Of their fearless leader, Yarmo Kekalainen, <laughs> and draft Rasmus Kupari. Now, this kid just oozes skill and speed, which I think they're going to be attracted to. Um, he's going to need a bit of work on, uh, well, things like hockey sense really aren't um, very apparent when you watch this player play. He's got a lot to learn and to sort of develop his skills and sort of play that desired pro style game he doesn't really do that right now but i think they'll like his upside and they'll like his skating 
He's played against men too, right? And he has played against men. All tools. Yeah. No toolbox. Yeah. That's Rasmus Kapari. Bit of a pro bit of a project. But yeah. It's getting alone, we'll get to the NHL. And everything else will just determine how successful he is when he gets there. Sure will. Now we'll move on. Oh, you're back up. Ooh, Philadelphia yeah. is on the clock. Well, I'm gonna go with a guy here. He was a Definite two-way guy. He seems like very much like a Ron Hextall pick. And he said that he had a very good interview with the Flyers at the Combine. It is the Czech Martin Kaut. Oh, I love him. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan as well. I'm not. I don't like Kaut. <sighs> We've seen the last couple of years with guys like uh, Nakash and Heedle. Uh, these young guys who can play in this top Czech league and maybe not put up ridiculous numbers or anything. But just playing a regular shift is pretty impressive and is a good sign that a player will do well at the next level. And I think Kaut will be a solid NHLer. Maybe not nothing amazing, but yeah, I think he's a good safe pick with some decent upside. And he can play up the middle, which is nice. He's I think he's a very underrated passer. If he I mean his assist totals in the for for the Czech Republic have been pretty much uh like a point per game he's i mean his shooting obviously it's not great but i mean for me i i pretty much just like his passing it's like the one skill that like actually jumps out to me <laughs> skating i mean no i mean shooting no, no. uh he's a good yeah. defensive player and he's a great passer i mean that's a solid it's fine i guess <laughs> i mean combination got a little bit of size yeah i i don't know i'm not buying into him too bad or too much. No, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of his, but I, I really think he's a player of the Flyers to pick. If I was in charge, I'd be all over Jonathan Bergeron right here. I think he's gonna be a stud muffin out of this draft. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just I'm a big count guy, so. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Pick twenty. The Los Angeles Kings. Oh, and I'm up. This is going to be tough. I think like the Kings. Because there's Big. a lot of guys I would like. But there's not a lot of guys I'm confident the Kings would want to take. They want those big guys. They do. Yeah, so that knocked out like everyone. Except for... I mean, I think... If I was going to pick who the Kings were going to get, I'm right now thinking uh, between Saran Noel and Matthias Samuelson. And in my mock draft, I have Matthias Samuelson going to the Kings, so I'm just going to stick with that. Upside for Matthias Samuelson, I mean, there's really no upside. I mean, there's not no upside, but you're not looking at, like, a guy who's going to, like, break out and become your top two guy. You're looking at a very solid three who you can depend on to be responsible defensively based on pretty much just his intelligence and defensive awareness. He'll be an impact uh, puck skills wise he's fine he's not going to kill you he's not going to create a lot of offense either I see him as a much better version if I was going to make a devil's comparison of someone like Steve Santini except a little bit less physical but smarter defensively so he's going to play his position well he's going to go where you ask him to go uh, he's going to make the safe play not turn the puck over and he's got some size to him So, and most likely he'll be he'll wear a letter for the united states international tournaments hmm. 
based on the fact he was the captain of their U18 team this past year. So I feel like a little bit of intangibles. Matthias Samuelson has like some of that, so I'll take him for the Kings at 20. Yeah, I can see that happening. Makes sense. He's a pretty solid defenseman. But yeah. Staying in California. To Josh. He seemingly hasn't picked it Ooh, forever. San Jose. Yep. Geez, they're in an interesting situation too. They're kind of like in one of those win now modes as well. They just get freed up all that space with the Hoffman deal. They did. Just throw the money at Tavares. They're all in on Tavares. <laughs> Who isn't though? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Um, for them, I think what do they need mostly is probably defense because they've got a lot of forwards. They've got a great core group there. Their defense is aging a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially. So you don't want to have like in the. I mean, Vlasic and Burns will be around for a couple more years. But you'd think by the time a young defenseman's ready to go, uh, Burns and Vlasic will be in their like final stretch of their career. Yeah. So the timeline works out to bring in the first-round defenseman this year, mm-hmm. and he'll have ample amount of time to finish off his junior career or come to the AHL in the minors. But so They also have aging forwards, too, so I don't think they'd need to be tied to a defenseman. Yeah. I mean, do they have some good young guys? Kachur will stay around for a while. Pavelski's not super old. Uh, Vander Kane's very young. Yeah. Timo Meyer's very, very young. Yep. Melker Carlson's young. My pick for them is... They're pretty well spread out. My pick for them, I think, is Rasmus Sandin. Yep. Just because he is one of those... Um, like, so, He's like one of those small, puck-moving Swedish guys that... I feel like you can definitely take a chainsaw in San Jose, and if he doesn't turn out to be the elite kind of like puck mover that you're hoping for, it's not the end of the world because they're still these. You can let him develop for a couple more years in the SHL, or at least one more year. Yeah, he's going over too. He played for the Greyhounds this year, and apparently he is going to bounce, not finish or not be reloaned to them. I guess he's going back to Sweden this year or next year. Yeah. Interesting. He's gets a lot of praise for his hockey IQ for being very smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's very agile in the offensive end, good on his edges, and he's good, very good with the puck. Has a very good vision. His shot is hard. And he knows how to get it through screens and through to defensemen. So offensively, he's very gifted. Uh, some of the knocks on him. Uh, his. Uh, He's like a buck seventy. His flat out, I mean, his size, obviously, it's going to be hard for him (laughs) against, like, bigger, stronger forwards, but his straight line forward speed isn't exactly where you'd want it to be for someone who you want carrying the puck up the ice. Uh, But I guess if he's so so good at passing that he kind of adapts. He's got good vision, good offensive awareness. Defensively, he's not going to kill you. He's smart enough to know what to do defensively. (laughs) <laughs> he might get pushed around. He's slow, a, slow and small. And that's a bad combo. He's not yeah. backwards skating wise, from what I've read. He's very good at keeping up with forwards. It's when he has the puck on a stick and you're asking him to skate it straight up the ice is when you noticed his speed not being a tool that he has. Mm-hmm. But I assume every NHL team has a skating coach, <laughs> and <laughs> you'd hope they'd have someone who this could teach you how to skate faster. This league isn't yeah. really about skating anymore. They're moving away from that. I hear. Yeah, hey, you just need. That's what I was telling us to call it earlier. You have to go against the grain when there's stuff like this. Like right now, the onus is on mm. s- skill, speed. Like this is where you get your big grit guys. So you're ahead yeah. of the curve when it all turns around. You're telling that correct. 
five years from now, this league is going to be about bruising. Yeah. Yeah. Because everyone's going to hit the small guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Fuck the trend. <laughs> Don't be a follower. Now? Don't start eating kale now. <laughs> okay. Now we're going to move back to everyone's favorite team, the Ottawa Senators. Oh, the tire fire. <laughs> The tire fire at the tire center. You got it, Pierre Dorian. Yep. Ooh. Okay. Um, the Sens, yeah, they need a lot of help pretty much everywhere. <laughs> They're just going to BPA here. Yeah. Um, one player I think they'll like is Isaac Lindström, the Swedish center. I think it's generally good to target uh, good two-way centers if when you're just sort of starting your rebuild here. I don't even know if they're just starting it. They're, they're, they're about to just start it. Once Carlson's gone, they're yeah. full-on rebuilds. Yeah, so you these are the kind of guys that you want to kind of build around. The honest two-way players who are going to bring some skill, can kind of do it all. And, yeah, I think Lindstrom's going to be a real good pickup for them. I've heard lots of rumblings for the Rangers. That they're high on him for their late 20, 20s picks. Because they like the bum-ass Swedes who can't handle the puck. Anderson. I don't even know. Lindstrom could definitely handle the puck. It's not really an issue with him. He's just taking a jab at me for Lias. <laughs> Lias. Lias. Yeah, I think that the centers want him. They're going to have to trade up to seven to get him. That's where, that's where the two-way Swedish centers go, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I can see the Sens going to a lot of guys here. Yeah, the uh, Sens are going to take. The I got a couple. I got one guy who my personal rankings. I got in the top ten who hasn't gone yet. Who is that? You'll see if I get the pick again. If you get down again, I hope we don't forget about him. Help your backup, Colin. Me? Yep. Who's drafting? Uh, the Ducks at twenty-three. The Ducks at twenty-three. They like the big man, the biggest man available, Saron <laughs> Noel. <laughs> I mean, yeah. This is this is what the Ducks do. They draft large people, and uh, they're in such good shape. The Ducks. Not always. Yeah, the Ducks. Yeah, they're I also actually, feel yeah. like they're pretty stacked at like a lot of different positions with young talent. Mm-hmm. And so adding a nice big winger like Noel, I I think Noel's a Corey Perry replacement player. Yeah, those two are going to yeah. have to move pretty soon. Either so, retirement or to a different team. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean Perry had like three goals last year, so we count on the bounce back, maybe. Mm, maybe <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, he's, sooner he's out of the league, the better, in my opinion. Yeah, you don't really need him. We're an anti Corey Perry podcast. Out there, out there injuring people and uh, stuff like that, it's, it's no good. So yeah, I see them going with a guy like Noel here. They're probably gonna go after a forward. I feel like. Oh yeah, they're stacked yeah. on D. Yeah, the D is absurd. So maybe a Noel, maybe a Bach, maybe a Bergeron, maybe a Denisenko. Denisenko, Pick, wow. I see they have that, a yeah. lot of options here. And, but also, all of a sudden, you got Noel. 24. The state of hockey. Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, it's me? Yep, you're up. All right. Um, let's see. Minnesota. I think that one of the – is the player that you were thinking of, Sam? Is it? I know who it is. Is it Kotko Niemi? He's long gone. Yeah. Oh, I thought you, you, he wouldn't go yet. No, we took him at three. You said there's somebody in your top ten who you didn't... Uh... Yeah. It's, it's definitely Denisenko. Yeah. It's Denisenko? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, he's... Uh, he's the Russian, though. That's the thing. He's coming over. Is he? Yeah. He's, are you sure? I, I mean, he said he is. 
I mean, well, I'll explain the situation because it's kind of interesting. So at U18s, they didn't bring him for the Russian national team. And they said it was because of injury. But then Denisenko came out to the media and was like, I'm not hurt. I wanted to go play. And they wouldn't let me. So now he's apparently pissed at the Russian Hockey Federation. And he's looking to leave the KHL and come over and play Canadian Juniors next year. Hmm. So if, if the Russian factor is almost not a factor because he wants to leave and wants to come over. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I like Denisenko. I think he's... Elite, elite, but yeah, that's the thing. Is you ever know? Sometimes they just want to stay in Russia until they're twenty-seven. And Wild certainly know about that. So yeah, do they want to risk it twice? <laughs> I don't think they do, just because like, yeah, that's a bad look. It's a bad look <laughs> <laughs> to have two draft picks just light it up. And there's got to be a reason that Kaprizov is not coming over there. Well, he's on. He was on the St. Petersburg team, I yeah. thought. Yeah, so, like, true. if you're on Putin's team... You can't leave. Once you're, yeah. once you're on Putin's team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I still think they might take a shot at him, though. Right. Is that your selection? Yep. Yeah, I mean... Does Saint... go, yeah. I mean, the kid's just a puck hound. I'll say it every, like, 15 minutes. Dasenko, puck hound. He, every shift, he's, like, a foot away from the puck. No matter he's on offense or defense... He can take it away from you, and once he gets it, he's not giving it back, at least without a fight. And he has the agility skating-wise and the speed to where you can't catch him, and if you can catch up to him, he's going to stop on a dime and get around you. He's a nice Dimitri Ashkin, I'll give you that. He is going to be the next Artemi Panarin in the NHL. He's a little undersized, that's a problem. Uh, finishing, we'd like to see a shot get a little more accurate, if not a bit stronger. But when it comes to vision and puck control, he is a top 10 player in this draft class. And if you have the puck, the other team doesn't have the puck because they can't score on you. So retroactively, it's also good defense. So Except when you turn the puck over. doesn't turn the puck over. Can't take it from him. I already said that. Because <laughs> he has the puck, you're not getting it back. So I love Denisenko. Uh, borderline would have taken him at 17. Uh, if it was going off my own, uh, off my own board... But I don't know if the Devils want to hop over to Russia hmm. and pick a guy. So we'll see. All right. I wrote his name in Cyrillic. I feel accomplished. Wow. Onward. 25. To the 6. Toronto, Canada. You're up, Colin. All right. I feel like Toronto would like to draft a defenseman here. But I feel like they're going to go with the best player that they think is available. And... That is not a defenseman right now. That is, in fact, Swedish winger Jonathan Berggren, who I have about 10 picks higher in my personal rankings. This kid's going to be a stud. He can flat-out fly. He's got the hands. He's got the shot. He's put up the stats. I don't know why he's not going higher in this draft. He's like a midget. He is like 5'10", 5'11". 5'11", you're pushing it. There. I'll look it up. The kid's a a flat-out stud. And he's gonna be a he's gonna be a force. Yes, for Brat Light, Jonathan Bergman. I could also see the Leafs trading this pick for defensive help, either to trade up in this draft or maybe back in this draft, or just trade for immediate help. So I could definitely see this pick being on the move. But yeah, I think Bergman is far away the best player available right here. And we've come full circle. Oh, you go. No. 
I think nothing. Okay. Well, we're full circle. We're back to the Rangers. They got a couple picks coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one's at 26. This one I'm yeah, mildly I'm mildly confident about at 26. Okay. I think yeah. the Rangers will pick Akil Thomas mm. because he is that type of player who plays in every situation, good skating, and the Rangers, you know, they like to they like to do this thing at the draft where they just take players who they think are can transition to the NHL. So this guy, you know, Akil Thomas, he's not huge, but he's a good skater. Like I said, he kills penalties, plays on the power play. He's got good vision, good good awareness. Um, he had a, actually a monster couple of years for who is it? It's his Bantam team. <laughs> no, for the in in for uh, Niagara Ice Dogs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I like Kyle Thomas a lot just based on the fact that he can skate like a lot better than most of the CHL forwards. He's better than Hayton, and I think Valeno in that regard best skating wise and he can move the puck around he's creative he's just got to work on yeah the skill set has got to be improved uh i mean he's responsible to 200 feet true which i like to see and block shots you could skate like that uh they're pretty important in the nhl nowadays somebody can move up and down the ice pretty quickly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and yeah he'll succeed he'll get there he's a pretty safe guy Get to the NHL in some capacity. He's a safe and boring pick. Yep, just typical like Rangers pick. Yeah, I, I I don't know. This is just what I'm hearing. Know. Safe or boring, or it's a outrageous reach. So mm, or Sean Day, which is just a waste <laughs> of a pick. So. Who's the other guy? They took some. They took like an actual goon last year. Who the Rangers? Oh, what was his name? Cra. No idea. Is it the Fedsman? When? What round? It's like the fourth or fifth round. Who knows? Who cares about those scrubs? Yeah, it's Chicago. Second pick. Hey. Okay, let's see who's still available. Oh, okay. I think... Okay, I know who I would pick. I don't know exactly if the slides up with what Chicago would do. Keep in mind, we have Chicago getting uh, Kachuk already in this draft. Okay. Um, not a lot of defense. I mean, they could, like, kind of reach on a defenseman. They're about to be in the spot where there's a lot of, like, a, like a third or fourth tier about to start for defensemen. I could see them trading this pick, too. Yeah, it's just an awkward place to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need, they need ta- young talent, They just though. need everything, yeah. So, they don't really have a precedent of going to Europe besides signing Artemi Panarin. <laughs> So, I think I'm going to have him getting who I have them getting in my own mock draft. Ryan McLeod. A guy I'm not very high on, and I think is a bit of a bum. But, <laughs> he's, got a good, he's got a good name pedigree, and he puts up good numbers on the saga, because he has around good talent. He's fast. Uh, he's better at shooting than his brother Michael. Uh, Passing-wise, I'd say they're probably about, about the same. Uh, McLeod's a little bit better uh, handling the puck. Ryan's better at handling the puck. But Mc- Michael's better on the defensive end. So it kind of equals out. Uh, not super high on him, but just from like name recognition alone, I think Chicago will take him at 27. Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense. I-, I do actually like McLeod a bit. I really do like his skating, and I think he has pretty high upside. 
mean, I think yeah, I would take him at that at that stage. He's at that point. I would definitely take a shot at McLeod. Just uh, the skating is great. I don't understand why the puck handling is is that vastly different. He's good at handling the puck. Mike's not great at it. I like Ryan's better, like deking, hanging on to the puck. I just don't like uh, a lot of his decision making, and he's not he's not as high like Octane as his brother defensively. Interesting. So, not a huge fan. There's actually a couple guys I was thinking about. The other guy I was considering was Bach. Mm-hmm. And looking back on it, Ty Delandria is probably another good fit for them at 27. But I'll stick with McLeod because that's who I'm getting in my mock draft. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised Bach hasn't gotten the move. I'm going to go to the Rangers, potentially. Dominic Bach, but we'll see. Uh, actually, I think the pick that they will take is Alexander Alexiev. Mm-hmm. The Russian defenseman from Red Deer. Now, this is just what, this is some things I've been hearing about because apparently the Rangers have done well with their Russian scouts so far, if you ask me. And they're they're high on, the Rangers' Twitter likes him for some reason. I don't know why. It's not my pick, but this is who I think they're going to take at this selection. The, uh, I mean, they got a good, they've got hopefully Shostorkin coming over. He looks like he's going to be a stud. Buchnevich, who I still think is pretty good. If he gets some ice time, this is, I think that they have a nice group of Russian uh, Russians did that who will that will convince him to come over. I think it won't be a problem. And plus, the decor with McDonough leaving, we need a defenseman in the system at least. And yeah, Brady's, I like four. I like some good ones. Yeah, but yeah. I like Georgiev and Rykov. I like Hayek, they're both Hayek, Russian defensemen. I like them. I like Rykov as well, but yeah, that's true. I, they pretty much just have Russian defensemen because the ones who aren't Russian are very bad. Like D'Angelo's like he's garbage. Not, he's so bad and a whole, uh, even Sean, worse person. <laughs> Sean Day's like lazy and fat. He like, can't move. So uh, I not... still I still believe in John Day. Yeah, well, you and uh, nobody else in that fan club. Yeah, yeah he's a John Day's absolute bust. Absolutely a trash hobby. Yeah. <sighs> He has no business even playing in the OHL. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. that's harsh. Yeah, I mean, but I, Alexiev, I like Alexiev a lot. He was hurt, which I think hurt his stock. I think if he played a full year, he'd go a lot higher. And for a bigger guy, very good skater, and he's got a pretty booming shot. And at his size, he defends very well, and projects very well to the NHL. So, yeah, I mean, solid pick. Not really who I want, but... What do you want, Josh? Who would you pick if it was you? Because we're turn coming up to the end. <sighs> if you were God. Probably Bach. Yeah. If he's still available. Bach's a beast. Yeah. And he has a, maybe the best name in the draft. Think about all the beer promotions you can do. It's like free money. <laughs> right. Who's at 29? 29? The St. Louis Blues. The Blues. Oh, this pick... The Blues and sad in St. Louis. Back to me. And you're up, up Colin. Ooh, oh. nice. Um, I would say that right now I'm really impressed with the Blues um, forward prospects, but they could maybe use a pretty good defenseman here, and I think they're going to go with uh, good old John Tychonic. I think it's Tectonic. Tectonic? I think that's what it is. Tectonic plates. All right. There's an earthquake coming in St. Louis. 
can't even not even gonna try to spell his name. Uh, but yeah, he he's a pretty skilled defenseman, put up some good numbers at the the puck mover in the old British Columbia League. And uh, yeah, I think he's a skilled player. North American guys they kind of tend to favor over there in St. Louis, and uh, yeah, I think they'll go with this guy. And we'll be pleased. He was pretty good at U18s. Can yeah. lead on them a little bit. So, that's pretty much all I could say. I haven't really saw a lot of them besides that. Like any of them. Yeah, just kind of scouting reports. And not, not, a, not a bad like, decision. I think they'll pick him. To 30. Okay, I need to get a pick here so I can uh, pump up my guy's tires. Uh, <laughs> Josh, you're up. Who's picking? Uh, the Red Wings. Oh my gosh. The Paul. Who'd they get earlier? Yeah, that's a good question. They got Quinn Hughes. Oh, shoot. That's Hometown right. Boy. Born and raised in South Detroit. Um, yeah, I don't really know who's left anymore. Like, it's poor scouting on the Rangers' part. That's yeah. What's, or the Red Wings' part. That's what happens. I don't know what else. Who's, who's still on the board? No one's taking that bum high schooler. Jay O'Brien's still available. <laughs> Who else do I have? I really know. I mean, I, I, try, I can take Jet Wu, you want me, Bernard you want me to take your Docker. Time. I really just don't know what the Red Wings want, and I really Delan- don't scout anybody past like there. Delandre, maybe? I mean, I like. I mean, Delandre's pretty skilled. Yeah. I don't really see what about what about Nils Lundqvist? I can see him going with him. Just because he's Swedish. Yeah, they love that. And Olafson's also a Swede. I guess we're going Jet Wu. Jet Wu. Great name. Who else is out there? I mean, obviously, uh, Ryan Markley's still available. I don't see him drafting Ryan Markley. See what he's... Uh, question marks. The question marks. <laughs> Ryan Markley's an absolute stud. And offensively, second best defenseman in the class. I'll say that right now. Really? Yep. That's, yeah. You know, that's just silly. That is no. kind of silly. What? I mean... Because Hughes is way better. Markley's a better skater and passer better. and puck handler than Quinn Hughes. I don't think any of that is, is true. Sam's high on this guy for some reason. Sam just really loves this guy. Because really, <laughs> he's really so good offensively. It. He's the second best <laughs> offensive defenseman in the class. Just look at his production. Actually watch him. But just... you can't say that he's the second best offensive defenseman. You can say that he is... Second best offensively. He is the second best offensive talent yeah. and, uh, who plays defense. Yeah, I mean, offensively, <laughs> he's second best defenseman. But he's not the second best offensive defenseman because there no, are like three no. or four or five I'll admit ones. he's a bit of a work in progress on the <laughs> defensive end. I'll, I'll see that point. But I mean... I like his dangles. Who is in a, who is in a bit of a defensive project now? I don't know. Wow, it's, it's there's plenty of solid NHL, not maybe not NHL ready, but guys who you can definitely see playing in the NHL because they don't have these major red flags about like decision making, and general effort, and you know off ice training and all that kind of in stuff. locker room stuff and demeanor and fighting with the coach. I don't, I don't read in the rumors, guys. <laughs> I read in, I read in the skill of what I see on the ice. It's inflated stats. It's a mediocre OHL team. Yeah. It's like, it's not We're, You impressive. don't even need to play defense, ever. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm sure he's a great OHL power play quarterback and all, but that can only take you so far in this world. And He's got well, dangles, though. Yeah, I don't see him going that high. Well, 
You can all, you can all be wrong when he's putting up 70 points in the NHL. Yeah, this bold oh, dude. That, that's just not going to happen. So. so you think he's basically Eric Carlson, but nobody knows it. Yeah. I mean, at his best, I think he put up 70 points. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, no one can move the puck like Ryan Murphy can. And he's second best skater as a defenseman. This is not true. It's, it is. The fact that nobody can move the puck better than him. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, Dolan, but we're not counting Dolan. Offensively, at worst, he's on par with Quinn Hughes. All right, can we move on here? I feel so, like... Okay, so Detroit takes Ryan Merkley because he's an absolute stud and a diamond rock. Okay. Whatever. And we'll finish it off with Washington. Washington. Stanley Cup champions and fittingly calm as they decide this. <laughs> he had like 18 of the picks. Yeah. Yeah, I get another one, yeah. Uh, Washington, yeah, they, they could maybe go after a defensive guy, I feel like. I feel like they'll go after the man, the myth, the legend, Jet Woo. <laughs> He's a beast. He's yes. right-handed. Someone who pumps, who, like, shuts Merkley down. Really high on Jet Woo for a guy who, like, cannot handle the puck. I'm not very high on Jet Woo, actually. <laughs> Jet Woo will definitely fall into the second round, in my opinion. Like, yeah. deep. <laughs> I could, I, like so, like fourth round. I'm, talk, I'm talking like twentieth, maybe in the second round. No, I wouldn't be surprised by that either. I don't know why I'm having to pick him. I just we'll think he's got a great Bach. hockey name, and that's we all never, that matters. We never did he's talk about Bach. No, is Bach not gonna pick yet? Yeah, no, I, I want to talk about Merkley instead. Oh so. no, Bach <laughs> would definitely be their pick then, because I, I mean true. I think Bach is the top twenty talent probably. So yeah, yeah, after the Rangers are taking Jonathan no, his name's not Jonathan Bach. What's Dominic? Yep, there you go. It sounds similar in German. Just kidding. What the? F- what? <laughs> <laughs> no, but Bach. Yeah, he's definitely very skilled. He's put up some good numbers playing against men. And did he put up good numbers? He put up like seven points. I thought he put up decent numbers. I remember not being impressed by numbers, but whatever. The fact that there were actual numbers and the fact he's playing against men was what was surprising. Yeah. Yes. I mean. And you always get the bad on guys who are already playing pro. It usually is. That's a good, I mean, it's a good indicator, right? <laughs> look at Elias Ly- Pedersen. Oh my god, he's had an unreal year. Yeah. So, that'll about do it. Yeah, I think. Well. Yep, we're at like an hour 15. Jeez. Almost. Yeah. Alright, so rounds two through seven. Um, yeah, tomorrow. come up next. Tomorrow, come up yeah, next. That'll be a full day. <laughs> so, yep, that's it. Sitting there saying two words you get all for each pick we yep. have 30 seconds to sign off okay why so you go um i hope what? the rangers don't do anything stupid and they pick their first three picks and they can do whatever they want in the second and third round because they've got seven in the first three jesus uh all right i for the flyers would be nice to see wayne traded if they get a good return <laughs> and uh yeah trade everyone make every pick get some guys you gotta get your guys. Get your boys. And for the Devils, uh, Ryan Merkley's to God and take him at 17. Oh, uh, okay. All right, that is, <laughs> that, is, that, is, that, is <laughs> that would make everyone here very happy. Uh, so, good night, everybody.